I want you to think in this moment, if there was no one in the world to judge your body, how would you feel? I know that I would have been thriving, absolutely thriving. (laughs) If people treated me the same all throughout school, high school, college, regardless of my body size, I would be doing just great. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. After more than a decade of dieting, binging, and everything in between, I want to help you heal and rediscover a healthy relationship with food. If you're a millennial looking for some food therapy, I'm here for you. Come with a glass of wine, we'll debunk wellness culture, hormone health, intuitive eating, and more. It's not about the food, ladies. Let's get to what you're really hungry for. The question that everyone asks before starting intuitive eating, what if I gain weight, get fat, stay single, and remain forever alone? Honestly, that was how I felt when I was in college and first dabbling into intuitive eating. And to be quite honest, in the beginning, you probably will gain weight. But to be brutally honest, we all know that thin privilege is real in our world. So going back to my freshman year in college, that was back when I was still in my chubby phase. I walked into college with my squirrel chipmunk cheeks on. I was, you know, really having a lot of fun, but also drinking a lot and eating a lot. I remember going to a party with my friend and she was really thin and really pretty and outgoing and dressed well. And we met new people at this party and I mean, it was a frat party, so it was pretty grungy. These new girls that we had stumbled upon that night didn't really pay attention to me for some reason. They didn't really strike conversation with me or made much effort. Instead, they were talking to my friend quite a bit. And mind you, these weren't guys. These were just girls. And so I thought that was a little bit strange. But fast forward six months, I don't know what happened, but I must have been walking a lot on campus and I think I lost some weight. Of course, I think that was also the period that I was dieting and restricting quite intensely. And so I had lost a pretty significant amount of weight. And remember, in the in the first few months, I had chipmunk cheeks. But six months later, fast forward, my cheeks had gone down. I had a slimmer looking face. Weight always fluctuates the most on my face. So it was quite noticeable. And we happened to stumble upon the same group of girls six months later. And she came up to me, didn't even recognize me. And I said, hello, we met six months ago. How are you? And she was like, no way. You were that girl? And I said, yeah, I I am that girl, the girl that you didn't really pay attention to. And she said, wow, you lost so much weight. How did you do that? Have you been starving yourself? What's your diet? What what have you been up to? What's the secret? And in that moment, that affirmed everything. You know, body privilege and thin privilege is so real. And in my college days, it, it was a really, it was quite a defining moment because I thought, wow, she perceives me so differently. Now she's interested in who I am. And I hope this isn't a trigger story, but... Again, I just want to say that some sometimes, especially in your early 20s or maybe your late teens or 
teens in general, this happens and people perceive you quite wildly different just because of the way that you look. So I don't want to downplay the idea of thin privilege. I want to say that your fear of weight gain is completely real. I I get it. I 100% get it. So back in college, in undergrad, I was in the deep trenches of dieting and binging. I actually kept a journal of my journey with food. In the beginning, I was dieting and restricting my calories. And then I had periods of binging. And then I was trying to mindfully eat like a normal person. So a journal entry back in September of 2013, I wrote the title, So I feel the warmth of my impending pudge. (laughs) I literally called fat impending pudge. The journal entry was probably after a binge and I was feeling really gross. So here's what I wrote. The feeling of warm fat accumulating, depositing itself in crevices it once bid farewell to. I can't say if its return was warmly welcomed, but since I can't actually bitch out the adipose cells that have decided to swell with yellow waxy warmth, I can only berate my own psyche for having allowed the biochemistry of adipose deposition. If only I can will and persuade each cell to stay svelte. (laughs) Can you tell that I took biochem? That must have been the semester I was taking biochemistry. I'm talking about adipose, deposition. Oh man. So clearly, you know, I was feeling the weight gain when I was trying to intuitively eat, but ultimately binge because I had restricted for so long. So I want you to know if you feel the warmth of impending pudge coming on, you're not alone. I was there at one point and it's okay. It's going to take some time, but we're going to get you through this. This is, don't you worry about that impending pudge. It's winter anyways. We must keep warm. I also then want to draw to your attention, you know, how did you present yourself? How do you present yourself on a daily basis? I know that during that first frat party I was at, I kind of cowered in a corner. I wasn't outgoing. I didn't really talk. I didn't feel great in my outfit. But also that period, I was eating a lot and drinking a lot and sometimes binging. And so I didn't present myself with confidence. I was not beaming of confidence at that time. There is that component. And I want you to then take a step back and think, if there was no one in the world to judge you or your body, then how would you feel in it? I think a lot of us, we don't ever think about that question, but honestly, if there was never any judgment passed on my body from anyone in any of my memories growing up or in college, I think I would be just fine with food. If we never had positive remarks or negative commentary made on our bodies, I mean, I, I doubt that we would have this much pain with food and our bodies. So I want you to think in this moment, if there was no one in the world to judge your body, how would you feel? I know that I would have been thriving, absolutely thriving. <laughs> if people treated me the same all throughout school, high school, college, regardless of my body size, I would be doing just great. On the flip side, if we think about the most charismatic people in our lives, maybe you can think of one example. I mean, usually the most charismatic people hold themselves in such high regard 
that instead of feeling down about the judgment of others, they would move on to the next circle of even cooler people and mingle with them and ultimately thrive. And that's the thing. We put ourselves in situations with people who judge our bodies. And sometimes we choose to stay in that circle of friends or interaction, but we can choose better. We can choose people who don't put that much focus on the way that we look on the outside. Instead, they want to learn about who you are, what you care about, your values, and get to know you on that deeper level. And that's the thing. That's the, that's the company you want to surround yourself with. It's the people who can see below your, your surface and want to get to know you on that level. And that's something really important to think about. You know, we have a lot of people in our lives and possible judgment and different types of perceptions, but we get a choice in it too. We get to choose who we surround ourselves with. Those are all external factors, what I just talked about. Now let's focus on the inside. So if you are truly uncomfortable in your own body, regardless of what other people have said in the past, then let's think about what you may be missing. We all have a few core needs. You know, there's rest, fulfillment, love, connection, food, water, air. Those are key. And are you giving yourself all of the things that you need to feel at your best? Can you move comfortably in your body with movement? Do you feel strong? Do you feel limber? If not, what are a few steps you can take to feel more flexible and to feel more fluid in your body so that you can take on the things and the physical activities that you love? Or are you feeling heavy because you're constipated? Now, ladies, this is a very real, real thing. Before I started to pay attention to my digestion, I was literally always constipated and I didn't know why. And it was because I didn't eat vegetables. So I didn't eat vegetables and I hated drinking water. So I felt gross every day. I didn't have a regular digestion pattern. My bowel movements were always off. And so I just didn't feel good on the inside. So then the question is, how can we focus on your digestion? So think about all the things that you could potentially do to feel better in your body. And Carl Rogers, a psychologist, said it best. He said, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. And I love the analogy of buying a used car versus a new car. So imagine that you took home a rusty old car and maybe a dent and it just looked awful. And then I want you to think about bringing home a brand new car. Maybe it's an Audi, maybe it's a cute little Porsche. And I want you to think about which car you would most likely wash and take care of every single week. I know if I brought home a brand new Porsche, I would probably take care of that baby as much as I can. And I would neglect the old dinky looking car. And when you think of your body, it's the same logic. If you think about your body and you think that it's this frumpy dumpy old thing then you're probably not going to take great care of it but if you think that your body is this brand spanking new porsche then yeah let's let's wash the thing and let's polish the thing and so if we really were to bring it full circle you know people hang out with you for a few minutes a few hours of your week hopefully they're good friends and they don't care about the way that you look but even if they did they only occupy your life for a small fraction 
and you're the one that actually lives in your mind and your thoughts every second of every hour of every day. Would you want to spend every hour of every second of every day thinking about food and ways to manipulate your body and change your body and maintain a smaller size? And is it worth it to always be thinking about food in your body? And honestly, the worst thing that could happen when you try to trust your body and eat intuitively is, yeah, maybe you'll gain a few pounds. Maybe it's five or 10, maybe it's 30 or 40. But ultimately, you get to control or you get to decide for yourself which direction you want to head in. You can forever try and put yourself in a box in this container of a smaller body and be obsessed with it. Or you can work towards accepting your body where it's at. It's not fully in your control how your body looks and the shape of it. I think we all think we can control every part of our bodies and our, even to the body size that it's we all have this thin person inside of us. But perhaps our body is naturally happy at a different weight and not the weight that you envision for yourself. How can you start to be okay with that? Because what if it feels awful to maintain the smaller body because it's so hard, it's just not what it's naturally supposed to be. All this to say, what if this was all a step towards breaking free from food obsession? Because at the end of the day, if you're not meant to be in a smaller body, your body will fight you in so many ways. Being stuck in this food obsession cycle is one of the ways. So the question is, what if I gain weight while trying to eat intuitively? Worst case scenario, you, you might, you will. Best case scenario, you gain food freedom. If you enjoyed this podcast, I actually have a freebie for you guys. All the questions that I asked in this podcast are perfect for journal prompts. And if you go onto my website, I'll link it in the show notes. I will compile all of those questions as a journal prompt resource. So if you want these questions all laid out for you, the link will be in my show notes where you can download the resource and journal yourself how you feel about this topic. And if you enjoy this podcast and found any value in it, I would love if you could subscribe to my podcast and review it. You can find me at craving.food.freedom on Instagram. You can take a screenshot of the podcast as you're listening and tag me. If you choose to subscribe, review, and tag me on an Instagram story, I will choose one person at the end of the week and offer them a free coaching session with me via Zoom. And we can talk about your fears about weight gain. So please subscribe, review, and tag me, and I'll talk to you soon.